Welcome to Logical, the UAE's first and only legal podcast. I'm Tim Elliott. This edition is another Logical Light, where we take just one specific legal case or question. Now, once again, I'm here at Reef Tower in the Jumeirah Lakes Towers area of Dubai with Ludmilla Yamalaba, managing partner of the Dubai-based law firm HPL Yamalaba and Pleska. Good to see you again. Good to see you too, Tim. Now, today, Ludmilla, another bounced check scam. So... I'm going to let you tell the story. Sure. So even though this is called a logical light, it's actually a fairly heavy subject because there's so many people have been trapped in this particular scheme. Uh, so here is the scenario. I have a car and it's a Porsche Cayenne, for example. Okay. And I want to, I, I mean, I think it's probably valued at around... 150 market price, but I, I mean, I could probably sell it at 150 fairly easily, but I am listing it at, or I'm ready to sell it at 150, but I'm listing it at 195. Okay. Thousand dirhams. Yes. 195,000 dirhams. Okay. I get a call from somebody named Tim and then Tim says, really interested in your car and I'm ready to pay you 195. Hooray, I'm very excited. I've got my uh, first client and uh, he's not even challenging the price. So you come and you usually come to listen. I come uh, kind of later in the day. Uh, you come to look at the car and it could be you. It could be you with your entourage of uh, kind of important or very eager looking people. And you say you look at the car, says yes, 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 perfect. The car is exactly what I want. So I'm ready to pay. And, uh, I said, okay, let's, um, let's go and, um, do the transfer at, um, what's in, in the UE called RTA, which is the Road and Transportation Authority, mm-hmm. uh, uh, that does the title change, for example, and does everything to do with cars. And, uh, so we go and I'm very excited. We go and you were so excited and so eager. And so let's go and transfer the car now. And, um, so we go together to RTA and I do the change of um, ownership to you. So, and then you give me a check. You give me a check for my 195. And maybe say, no, 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 no. I, I don't want a check. No, no, thank you. Sorry. I, I just want cash. They said, come on. Listen, have you heard of Tim? Yeah, you, me. I'm, I'm Tim Elliott. I am an important person. And look at me. How could you doubt me? Why? Why would you, why would you ever doubt? How dare you? Like, you know, I've been in this country for 50 years, okay. for example. So, okay. and I, and I just, but, and you know, and, and I, you seem like a, a nice enough guy and uh, trustworthy and in any event. So here, I said, no, I'm really not comfortable with the check. I really, really want you to pay me in cash. And, uh, so listen, it's, I, you know, if it's going to be in cash, it's going to have to be uh, later. You know, now the banks are closed because it's the end of the day. And usually it'd be also, probably most likely you would come and do this on a Thursday. So Thursday kind of late afternoon. Okay. So, uh, and then, um, and then you convince me to take the check. I mean, look at me, I'm paying you the full price. I didn't even negotiate. So here's the check. So I perhaps maybe reluctantly and, and perhaps not even so, uh, I take them very happily because I got my 195 versus 150 that I would have been prepared to take. So I, I get the check for 195,000 dirhams and I go, um, I might perhaps go home or go to the bank. I deposit with the bank. Uh, but at this point, we've already transferred the car because you gave me the check. 
And uh, since it's Thursday night and in the UAE, Friday and Saturday weekend, so I deposit the check already after business hours. So I deposit the check and I don't really hear anything from the bank, bank until about perhaps either Saturday or Sunday. Uh, because banks are closed on Thursday night at that point, they're closed on Friday, and depending on the, the bank, Saturday may and not may not be open, or they and they may and may not tell me about my check. So most likely, I will hear from you from the bank on Sunday, and from the on Sunday, I get a call or get a message from the bank that the check bounced. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's a mistake. So I call, for example, Tim. I call you back. Uh, you might answer the call and say, yes, of course. it bounced. How could it be? It could not have possibly bounced. Let me try again. So I'm reassured and happy. Okay, I've got Tim on the line. He's obviously a good man. He's still there. Why would he, why would he answer otherwise? And uh, he's uh, so reassuring. So I go, I deposit the check and uh, I give it another day or two. And voila, I get another message. So the check is bounced once again. Mm-hmm. And then I am a bit confused and I pick up the phone and I call Tim and the number is no longer responding or disconnected. Okay. So now I'm trying to find Tim. I, I may or might not have in the flurry of activities uh, gotten a copy of your Emirates ID or your passport. And uh, and because also you were there with an entourage of people, you were all sweet talking me, and, and maybe I got a copy of somebody's uh, Emirates ID and passport. When I shall look at it, I, it's not yours, not the person to whom I transferred. And so I go on a goose chase trying to find Tim, and uh, I don't have your home address. So the passport copy and the Emirates ID may or may not be yours anymore. And now I'm trying to find where Tim is, even if I have a copy of your Emirates ID and passport. I, by the time I go to the authorities and such, well, Tim, yes, Tim left the country. Okay. And no doubt okay. the car has been... And so and I go back to the RTA and I'm like, okay, I want the car back. And so, so I need to get the car transferred. And there is a way to check. And for example, RTA can say, oh, the car has been shipped out of the UAE, let's say, to Saudi or Lebanon uh, yesterday. <laughs> Right. Okay. And at that point, a cynic would say, well, you shouldn't have accepted the check in the first place. That's your fault. But uh, these things happen. People make mistakes. So what could I do? Well, you can not give the car or transfer the car to anyone unless you until you get cash in your hand. I mean, that's the short of it, right? Right. But um, the irony of it, what's interesting is that we, a number of people, about a year ago, there was a whole um, series of people or a number of people that were caught up in this scam. And they all, the scams happen fairly, um, fairly kind of close to one another, but over the span of a few weeks or months. And so this was an organized... Well, it could have been an organized, okay. or it could have just been something that became rather... Um, um, you're popular and it's just people are trying to jump on the, the wagon and benefit from it. So, uh, and then recently we've seen a few other cases like that. And what's interesting is that one of, one of our clients is that, uh, clearly refused or outright refused to take the check. And in fact, when got a call from the potential buyer, uh, said on the phone, uh, by the way, brother, I am not paying, I'm not taking anything in checks. I'm only cash, only cash. So, and, uh, so even in that case, and so that particular client, and when they went to the bank and the, 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 
the seller said, yes, 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 sure, sure, we can cash. And then when they went to RTA to transfer the property, uh, the, the car, uh, then instead of the cash, you give me check. And I'm like, hang on, hang on. No, 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 no. We agreed. We agreed that I'm not taking a check. Absolutely. And so, uh, but throughout this kind of albeit short courtship, uh, somehow in that particular case, the client was ultimately was convinced to take the check. So this is a client who clearly did, knew, did not want to deal with checks, had told the buyer, or had a buyer, <laughs> the prospective buyer, uh, uh, on the phone before they um, showed up at his house that I'm not taking anything by form of a check, only cash. And even then, somehow they were sweet-talked into accepting the check. Uh, so this has happened uh, you know, to even the more, I guess, the more um, shrewd clients or shrewd people who perhaps, not just perhaps, but who knew the risks of checks and somehow still fell on the sword. So at the end, what can you do for now? The only, the only thing that is secure is to trade ownership to ownership papers at these that you're signing before T8, uh, with cash. So cash on hand. I, once I'm holding my cash and you're doing that, for example, in front of RTA representatives and, um, I will, once I'm holding the cash, then I transfer, I sign the, the documents, transferring the title of the car to you. That's really the only secure way. Now, there have been a few discussions. I'm not, uh, and, and, um, it would be wise to check with the authorities, but the authorities at some point contemplated, for example, to, to hold the car, uh, on some sort of a hold on, hold off status for a few weeks. So, for example, um, if this happened, but you, Tim, are not able to transfer the car to anyone else for the next two weeks until, you know, I guess the, the two week period, uh, lapses. So in the event, for example, I run back to RTA and they say, okay, listen, where's the car? I, I didn't get paid for it. So the RTA still may have the option of, um, uh, of kind of taking the car back or re, re, uh, registering the car. But so this particular scheme was discussed, but I'm not sure to this day if it's available right now. Other than that, it's just money and, um, and nothing short of it. So it is possible to get a car out of the country, unfortunately, very, very quickly, particularly over a weekend as you detail. Um, so only ever take cash. What about a manager's check? A uh, great question. So a manager's check is something else. A manager's check sure. is akin to cash. Right. Because in order for you to get a manager's check, you need to actually have that amount of money in your bank account. And on issuance of the manager's check, the bank takes that money out of your account and moves it out of your account. So that money is no longer in your account. So that you will not get a manager's check unless unless you have that money and unless it's already been taken out of your account by the bank and set aside for the purposes of that manager's check. Well, see, that's the thing. So a sensible, uh, uh, a reasonable buyer would say to a seller, look, we can go to the bank, I can get a manager's check uh, for you there and then. That's legitimate, but a personal check from... A buyer's account may not be, is the point. Well, exactly. And this is why I think there's, there's a few psychological um, elements that are at play. Yeah. And that is the price. Remember, I started with the price. So the price, I, you are offering me the price that I want. You, you're not even trying to, to uh, negotiate. Right. So you're giving me, at least in theory, higher price. 
One, two, you're very eager and you want to move right away. You don't want to take the car for inspection. You don't want to think about it. You're there on the spot wanting to move forward. So it sounds very appealing. And then also it happens on the weekend. So sort of in the, at the end of the day. So yeah. you always have the excuse of like, listen, well, I'd go to the bank now and I'd give you the manager's check. I'd give you the cash, but the banks are closed. But hey, I'm offering you a full price and I'm offering it to you now. Uh, so, and it's a nice way to end the week. That's You've got right. The tick in the box of selling the car. Right. And so, yes, but yes, 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 I definitely want to go. I would go to the bank and I would do the transfer to you either by cash or a manager's check. But hey, the bank is closed. So, do you want to wait until the, the next week or do you want to do it here and then you have money in your hand? So, there's a few psychological elements at play that certainly, at least in the case of these uh, many. Um, um, unaware <laughs> uh, victims uh, they fell for uh, it's exactly that it's just the appearance of the person that comes perhaps or the entourage around them the aura of importance with which they carry themselves the assurance the confidence uh, but by the same token as you said these people these were the people who obviously had either done this before a few times or were in the business of doing this or were quite well versed in the system so therefore in terms of the transferring the car next to the next um, either next person or outside the country they had everything lined up at that point already so it wasn't um, yeah it was just a matter of a few days but this is why also I use the example of when Sometimes when it takes a little longer, the person on the other line, i.e. Tim in this case, will kind of hang around and will still answer the calls and will still entertain my concerns and will still assure and assuage me uh, that I have no reason to be concerned. And then just to buy yourself more time to make sure that, let's say, the car is out of the country in sufficient time. So the, the advice is reasonably simple, isn't it? Managers check, cash and if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Absolutely. So it's if it's too good, too good to be true, it is too good to be true. So yeah. it's just anything that sounds just too amazing of a deal, I just ask yourself multiple questions because I will tell you at the end, recovering this is is almost impossible. Why? Because even with this check, even if you were to file a case, first of all, it's no longer a criminal case. Okay, it's a civil case, so you can go to the court. And but if you if if Tim in this case uh, has already left the country, there's not much you can do. And um, presumably, Tim has done this to a few people and done it for a reason. And so, therefore, by the time you left the country, you had no other assets left behind for me to try to seize. So in many of these cases, even with a court judgment, even and if I do go to court, I will have a judgment in my favor, whether it's a criminal uh, court judgment, uh, which, by the way, does not give me money, only gives me a verdict against, in this case, Tim, or a civil court judgment giving me a verdict for money. But if Tim has nothing here for me to seize, then that court judgment is just not, it's nothing more than that, just a court, a, a court paper. Uh, that I cannot really do much with. So therefore, the risks are huge, and the um, the options are very limited. Uh, so therefore, just be um, wise about it, if uh, and don't rush into it. Because if I mean the way I think about it also in business, if you have a willing buyer and a willing seller, then 
it's whether we do this deal today or in three days time mm-hmm. there shouldn't be much of a difference and you should wait and should be perfectly happy to wait to buy my car especially when it's about buying right I mean parting with money a serious buyer would offer you would accommodate is, is the, exactly the point. exactly and, and then also when you buy an expensive car a serious buyer perhaps would want to get it inspected yeah. at least right yeah. um, so there's just a number of things that it's just that anyone should should be cautious about if if somebody's just too eager and um you know too easy uh, then i just you know i would i would ask questions at pause just a couple of things just very briefly while i've got you here to do with selling cars um ludmilla you can't put a sign or an advert or a sales sticker on the inside of a car stating it's for sale in the Emirates. I know that is against the law uh, to do that. I just wanted you to confirm that if you know that. And also, uh, I, and I guess this is an obvious statement, you can't sell a car in the United Arab Emirates without standing finance, a car loan that's still due on a vehicle. Right. So if you have a car loan, you cannot sell the car without the bank's sign-off. Right. Yeah. So in, the way it works is that you either have to go pay off your car loan and then get the title transferred to your name, and then then you're in control. Or you have to ultimately have the bank representative be there on the day of the transfer, so that they um, will have their check cut uh, by by the buyer, and um, they will sign off on right. the the title transfer. So that's basically the only way. Uh, and um, so you can't you can't transfer a car that's that's uh, has a, a lien on it by the bank without the bank's knowledge. Uh, but with regards to advertising, uh, you, uh, to advertise cars, most people advertise them in uh, through Dubizel, which is the UAE's um, uh, kind of... It's an online you know, sales... Online, so the peer-to-peer uh, site. type uh, site. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, so Do is fine, and uh, you know, people do post signs, you know, this car for sale, but I mean, but it's not necessarily legal, mm. uh, but uh, occasionally you may see a sign, but just be mindful uh, of uh, displaying it too prominently. The best way to do it is just to do it through uh, Dubizel or whatever other sites. Um, you know, there's so- social sites as well. And social, uh, people do this quite regularly on Facebook they'll, or community groups. Um, they will advertise that they're selling a car. And finally, um, sell your car for cash. Yes, absolutely. I, I think especially in, unless you're selling it to the dealer or to a, a company that sort of deals with cars, then I would not accept anything other than a bank transfer before you do the title, uh, transfer of, of title or, and some people do that, uh, or cash at hand uh, before you sign off your ownership papers. Ludmilla Yamalava is the manager partner at the Dubai-based Yamalava and Plethka legal firm. A very big thank you as always. Thank you to you, Tim. Always a pleasure. That's it for this edition of Logical Light. Another look at that all-too-familiar phenomenon of bounce checks and car scams. Here on Logical and Logical Light, we try hard to offer sound legal advice from the UAE every week. A reminder, once again, lylawyers.com is always open. It's a free-to-use legal information resource. If you have a very specific question you'd like an answer to or you'd like a consultation, get in touch by clicking contact at lylawyers.com or WhatsApp us 00971 